You're listening to the Audacious Church Leadership Podcast. We know this will be an incredible resource for your life. So stay focused, listen up, and thanks for joining us. Welcome to this month's Audacious Leadership Podcast. My name is Emily Foster. I'm one of the pastors at Audacious Church. And if you are watching this, you are listening to this, it's because you are one of our incredible, extraordinary leaders. We just want to say we love you. Thank you for all that you do in the life of church. You're incredible. And I'm just going to share a few thoughts with you, some things God's been speaking to me about. And I'm believing that this is going to help you, encourage you, help you grow as a leader, you personally, and for you to help equip others, those that you lead. So at the beginning of this year, like many of you, I found myself in the book of Genesis. It's where lots of us start because it's our our reading plan starters there. And I started reading and going through familiar accounts, creation, Adam and Eve, the fall of mankind. And then I hit Noah, a few days in, hit Noah. Again, it was an account obviously really familiar with. God asked Noah to build a boat. God was going to send a flood. Um, And I was reading it thinking, you know, I've heard all this. This is great. And then I came across a verse uh, in Genesis 7, verse 13. In fact, it says, On that very day, Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Jephthah, together with his wife and the wives of his three sons, entered the ark. Okay, so Noah and his family and the animals, they're on the ark. And then it says this in verse 16, the animals going in were male and female of every living thing as God had commanded Noah. Then the Lord shut him in. Then the Lord shut him in. And it was in this moment, God really spoke to me. And he said that there are times in our lives where God shuts us in for our own safety and for his greater purpose. See, God was willing to shut Noah in, in the boat and carry him through a storm, through a season for the sake of a better future. I read this at the beginning of the year and then the very next day, uh, national lockdown number three was announced. And I was like, oh my goodness, thank God you are clearly speaking something here uh, about God, you've spoken to me about shut in, then the lockdown gets announced. And I guess like many of you, I was thinking, God, you know, we've, we've done this lockdown. We've been here. I learned some stuff. You taught me some things. We've let go of some things. And I really felt God saying, yeah, but there's some still some unfinished work. There's still some things to learn, some things I want to show you, um, some things to let go of. And I was reminded in James, the verse uh, one, verse four, it says, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. And, you know, there was purpose in God shutting Noah in the boat and purpose um, in his whole family being in there. And I really want to encourage you, um, you know, in this season of lockdown, um, that there is purpose in it, that God has a purpose in it. And for some of you, maybe, you know, a season of shut-in, of lockdown, maybe it is the actual lockdown that we find ourselves in. But for some of you, maybe it's just you're in a season where you're feeling um, shut-in in your circumstances, where you're feeling that uh, you feel restricted, you feel maybe hidden. 
you feel that things are not growing, that things are on the decline or are kind of going in the wrong direction, that there is no fruit, that you can't see any wins around your life. And I want to say, whatever you feel in that situation, where you feel like God is shutting you in, I want to encourage you that there is a purpose and God has a plan in this season. So there's two things I really want to highlight from this account. And the first thing is this, that God was doing a work in the boat. In other words, God was doing a work in Noah. So in seasons of shutting, they're challenging, they're tough. Our emotions, they're all over the place. We feel stretched, we feel torn, it's hard. But they're also incredible opportunities for God to really grow us, for us to be enlarged, for us to learn, and as a season of preparation. See, God uses these seasons to prepare us for everything that he's called us to do. I think back in my own life of seasons of challenge and uh, discomfort, and I, you know, I probably thought to myself, God, why are you not doing this? Why is this not happening? And actually, it was for my own safety, for my own good that God kept me, and he, he helped me to grow, he helped me to mature, he helped me to develop into the person I needed to be in order for me to fulfill everything that he's called me to do. So in these seasons, it's where God is preparing us, that he shuts us in at times, he keeps us for our own safety. And God shut Noah in this boat. He was with his family in a confined, restricted place. And for many of us, we're experiencing that right now. I love my family, but you know, we also need our space. And not only that, he's on a boat, he's in his, with his family, confined, restricted, can't get out. He's also in there with a whole bunch of animals. This is literally like my worst nightmare. And so I'm thinking that Noah, he's, te- he's being tested in so many different ways. And I think there's some uh, areas of testing which can all lead to our growth. But I think there's some things that Noah um, experiences that are actually familiar tests that we go through in these seasons. If we ever find ourselves in a season of shut-in, that we can probably expect to be tested in areas that we can grow in and, and some key areas. So I just want to go through some of these that I think are going to help us. The first one is this, that he was tested in his obedience. So God says to Noah, I want you to build me a boat. We've got to highlight here that in the big perspective, God is low on detail. (laughs) You know, he's saying to Noah, build a boat. And then what he manages to build for his whole family and all the animals, uh, two of every kind to actually go into and survive for the time they did is pretty incredible. I'm glad that God has called me and my husband to build the house of God and not boats because that would not be good. Um, But God asked him to do this. And it says in the word of God, it says, and God and Noah did what God had asked him to do. So his his obedience, it was tested. Then I think about um, the fact that he his level of trust in God was tested. Noah, he's in this boat. And there must have been a moment where God had shut the door and the rain started to fall and the boat kind of started to move along the waves. And he must have been thinking, what have I done? What is about to happen? And I imagine that as the waves start to kind of pick up that, you know, the boat's being thrown from one end to the next, the, the waves are crashing, the storm is brewing, it's getting, it's relentless, it's getting more fierce. There would have been times when Noah would have been gripped by fear, thinking, what is going to happen? How is this going to end? What's going to go on? And I imagine that, you know, there's just those moments of fear. The storm, it was totally out of his control. He had no control over the storm. He didn't know when it was going to end. Um, you know, God had said that it was 40 days, but you know, how, 
how long is it going to be? Is it actually going to be 40 days? What's going to happen? How is this going to end? So everything was out of his control. He didn't uh, know so much. So much was unknown. And I think in these, in these seasons of shutting, we can experience that, can't we, where things are out of our control and there's so many unknowns. And in those seasons, we have to trust God. And I think for Noah, he had to come to a point where, you know, his life was literally in God's hands. Him, he'd brought all his family in this boat and his life and his family's life was in God's hand. And he had to come to a point where he had to know and trust that God was in control and that trust that God had a better plan, a better future for him and his family. So his trust would have been tested. Another thing I think was tested in these seasons is our ability to surrender. See, we look at the account of Noah and we, you know, we, we see the story, God, you know, God asked him to build a boat. He builds a boat. He gets his family on there. The animals are on there. He goes through the 40 days, 40 nights and the other side he gets out and everything, you know, it's a happy story, happy ending. But I've often probably failed to think about knowing the situation. He's gone on the boat and actually there's a great deal of probably grief he has to go through of letting go um, and of surrendering it to God. Like, Obviously, his immediate family were on the boat, but just thinking about the fact that he would have uh, lost uh, other family members, his friends, he'd have had to have let go of everything that he had built as a as a person, as a man, um, for his family, all his um, ideas for his family, what he's thinking his life is going to look like. He literally has just watched 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 that be washed away in a flood. Everything that he's known has just been taken away from him. And there'd have been moments where he'd have had to just let that go and surrender it to God saying, God, okay, I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't know what's to come, but I surrender and I give it to you. And I think in seasons where we're shut in, where we've got things that are out of our control, things that are unknown, we too can uh, be in a place where our ability to surrender is tested. It's put to the test. Um, And I guess the last thing on this is just, his patience was tested. Gosh, I just think if it was me, I was shut in a boat with my family and with all the animals, my patience is going to be tested. Uh, we're going to push every button. I think for many of us, if we're in the lockdown at the moment, we're experiencing that, you know, our buttons are pushed. We're being pushed to our limits, our patience. We're having to be patient. But for Noah, he's in there. And, you know, God has said 40 days and 40 nights, the rain's going to fall. But the reality is, is that um, when you read the account, it wasn't just the 40 days and 40 nights. It actually says that it took 150 days for the water to subside, for the water to go down. I was thinking so many times when we're in that place of shut-in, where we feel restricted, where we feel like God's timing is not our timing, and we kind of have that battle of, why is this not happening yet? And actually, can you imagine if Noah had got out the boat after 40 days, thinking, God, well, you said 40 days. So he gets out the boat. It would have not been a happy ending. He would have drowned. It would have been bad. I think so often we want to finish things and God's saying, yeah, but for your safety, I need you just to stay in this, uh, stay here right now because, you know, I know and know what's outside this boat. So Noah, don't get out just yet. You've just got to wait a bit longer. And we have to, again, I guess it comes back to our trust. We've got to trust that God knows better. He's got the bigger picture. He sees, he has the bigger perspective. And in these seasons, our patience is tested. We have to trust that God's timing is perfect, that he knows for our own safety, he knows. So I think for us, when we're in these seasons of shutting, these, we've got to know that there is purpose in it. 
that for our own safety, there's times when God shuts us in and says, I want to keep you here for a moment longer. I want you to learn some things and that we grow in our, our obedience, our trust, our surrender, our patience, and that God has a purpose and a plan in it. And I think there's some great questions that we can ask ourselves. Okay, so in this season of shutting, God, what are you wanting to do in me? When it comes to obedience, what are you asking me to do? Trust, what areas do I need to trust you in? Surrender, what are you asking me to let go of? In this season, are the things that I need to let go of, get rid of? And then our patience, what area do I need to exercise patience? I encourage you to, um, you know, in you personally, but also in your groups, you can be asking those questions and ask the Holy Spirit to highlight them to you. So the first thing is that God was working on in the boat. He was working in the boat in Noah. And the second thing is that God was also working out of the boat to create a better future. See, uh, Noah, he couldn't see outside the boat. He couldn't see that outside God was preparing a new environment, a new atmosphere. He was making the atmosphere just as he wanted. He was creating it for, to be good to, so that it could be fruitful, so that systems could work, so that things could grow and flourish and be sustainable. He was working outside the boat. And I really want to encourage you that if you're in a season of shut-in, in lockdown, that although you not, may not be able to see it, that God is working outside of you, that God is right now orchestrating um, things for your business so that they're going to thrive and boom. He's orchestrating uh, maybe a future spouse. He's getting ready. They're not ready yet. You're not ready yet, but he's outside working on that, that he's working on relationships, that he's working on uh, opportunities for you. And that if we try to boycott it and we try to cut in right now, they're not ready. And I just really want to encourage you, if you're in a season of shutting, that if the door is not yet open, it's because we're not ready or that God's still working on it. I love the fact that God is always working. So even though we can't see it, God is working. And I think just as God is working, I think in these seasons where we are, I guess things are on pause or restricted and things are not happening, that it's a great opportunity for us to also kind of have a moment where we reevaluate, where we look at our lives, we look at our outside environments. Is this a place that I can grow in our families, in our workplace, with our leaders? You know, is there everything, is everything good? Is there things I can be working on? Is there things that I need to change, some habits, some rhythms, some way of thinking that I need to get rid of? And at the beginning of the year when I was reading this, uh, I was really thinking about, I guess, my own family. And there was certain things that I think over uh, the Christmas break, the way people were interacting with each other, the way the kids were speaking to each other, I guess I was just looking thinking, I don't like this. I'm not happy with the atmosphere. I'm not happy with how things are. So I kind of used it as a bit of a teaching moment, got the kids uh, one dinner time. I said, right, kids, there's some things, there's the way we're speaking to each other, the way we're treating each other. You know, this isn't the way I want it to be. and This isn't the atmosphere that I want in our home. And I explained to them about the flood um, and in the flood that things were kind of in the flood and they got taken away. Um, and I think, um, you know, there's things that were in the flood that had to stay in the flood because they didn't belong to the future that God had. As I explained to the kids that this isn't the atmosphere I want, this isn't how I want things to be. So in that moment, I said, okay, these are the things, this is these, this kind of way we're talking, this is not going to be a part of our language anymore. This is not going to be the way we speak to each other anymore. So we kind of had a little flood moment as a family and said, this is in the flood and this is not in our future. Um, and so, you know, we've gone on the journey of making sure that we're speaking the, the right way, the way, the atmosphere that we're creating, the atmosphere in our home that we want. 
um, and it's it's going good. So uh, I just really want to encourage you that there are things that maybe you need to put in this season that it's almost like you're having your own little flood season session where you think, okay, these things I don't want to take to my future. They're not going to be part of my future. And I'm really encouraged the fact that I was having this whole thought that God actually, he'd created mankind. He'd created it and he looked at it and he thought, no, this isn't how I want it to be. This is not the way I intended it to. So he literally started again. So I think, you know, if God can start again, we can too. So I encourage us uh, in this season of shut-in that it's okay to start again, to say, okay, this is enough. I don't want to be like this. I don't want uh, I don't want this habit. I don't want this thought pattern. I don't want to lead like this. I don't want my family to be like this. This isn't okay, my business. And say, okay, this is kind of going to have it go in the flood and this is not going to be a part of my future. As a leadership team, at the beginning of every term, we ask ourselves some some key questions in order that we can grow, that we can keep things fresh. And I reckon there's some great questions that we can apply to any area of our lives, whether that's us personally, in our relationships, in our marriages, in the way we do leadership, in the way we do life. So let me just go through with you and you can ask these of yourselves as well. So I guess the, the overarching question is, God, what are you wanting to work outside of me? So these are the questions that we ask. First thing is, what's working? What in our life is working? What's a great win? What are we seeing great fruit in? What are we thinking is successful? What are we enjoying? What's working? Second thing is, what's not working? What in our lives that we're um, thinking, there's no fruit, there's nothing's growing, it's draining me, it's bringing no joy. Um, You know, what is not working? Next one is, what's not clear? What in my life is not clear? Maybe it's your next step in your your career pathway. Maybe it's, uh, you know, the way your life is going. And you're just thinking, I just don't have a clear next step. Maybe it's some miscommunication in some relationships. Maybe your work relationships. Um, or maybe something you've been asked to do and you think it's just not clear. So ask yourself the question, what in my life is not clear? And then get an action to make sure you get clarity on that. And the last thing is, what's unnecessary? What in your life is actually unnecessary? You don't need it. It doesn't need to be there. Maybe it is, a again, a habit, a way of thinking, and it's not helping you grow. It's not giving you fruit. It's actually taking unnecessary time in your life that you could be spending in other ways. So what's unnecessary? So I want you to go away, ask those four questions um, about any area of your life, or all of them if you want, and just I'm sure that it'll bring help you to create an environment and an atmosphere of incredible growth. Seasons of shut-in, I want to encourage you that they're for your safety and that for God's greater purpose and plans for your life. And the great news is, is that eventually there comes a moment where God opens the door and calls you out. In Genesis 8, it says this, verse uh, 16, it says, Then God said to Noah, Come out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring out every kind of living creature that is with you, the birds, the animals, and all the creatures that move along the ground, so they can multiply on the earth and be fruitful and increase in number on it. So the flood meant that on the other side was incredible growth and fruitfulness. And I'm really believing that in the season of shut-in, if you find your season, you find yourself in a season of shut-in right now, lockdown, that there is great purpose in it. And if you allow God to work in you and out of you, that you too are going to have a great season ahead of you of growth and fruitfulness, both in your life and in those that you lead in. So I really want to encourage you to take these, get the questions, and believe that as you do that, 
God's going to do incredible things and that you are going to continue to grow and thrive and flourish in all that you do. So let's have an incredible month believing for great growth and great fruit for every single one of you. We love you guys. Thanks for all that you do.